0: Me, me, more. May you rest in peace. Awesome! Yes!
1: Yes! Yes! Oh, come here! You're yeah. running wild! Mm-hmm. Yeah. I said give me a hell yeah! Ha <laughs> <gasps> ha! Woo! Shoot report! Welcome to the Shooting Blanks Wrestling Report. I am the big guy, Ryback. Joined once again, Raj Geary of Wrestling Inc., WrestlingInc.com. What's the the catchphrase again? Your one-stop shop for pro wrestling news? I know that's not it. Uh,
0: Your number one source for pro wrestling news? Yes, your number one source
1: (laughs) for pro wrestling news. I'm going to have to write this down and keep saying it. (laughs) How you doing? Good. It's been a crazy week. How about yourself? Same, same. Getting ready. I was telling you, I got my stem cell procedure here, actually. Drop when this drops Monday, I'll be I'll be drugged up and going through my fifteenth procedure. So uh, had to go do a coronavirus test the other day at the hospital, and um, yeah, that that was it wasn't it stick a swab all the way up your nose. And uh, how long did it take to get results for that? I think they said a couple days, but like they weren't even they w- weren't even giving me the results. It was going to the doctor, and then I guess just to make sure before they do the procedure on Monday, you know but and then they told me you know keep yourself in isolation don't go anywhere and i go well, that's my life anyways <laughs> <laughs>
0: right. right now yeah, so. yeah. But yeah, it's weird. I feel bad for kids right now. You know, during, uh, you know, my daughter's, their school's ending. They're not able to go to their schools. But I feel bad for kids who are, you know, who were supposed to be graduating this year. They're missing their proms and, you know, their graduation ceremonies. It's, it's you know, it's pretty sad. There's so many
1: things that are affected, like just little stories in the big story all over, right. you know, like thing once, you know, you only graduate once out of high school, you know, it's, right. and all those things. It's... And college, yeah. College, yeah, everything. There's just it's there's no guarantees on anything. It's not and once it's over, it's over. You can't you gotta just move on and but Hey right. you know, as long as we have our health and uh there'll be many other opportunities for other things. So
0: Right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh well, big news this week Becky Lynch vacated the Raw Women's Championship and announced that she was pregnant. Uh basically she uh worked WrestleMania at the end of March. Uh, took, She told People Magazine that she took a pregnancy test in April. Uh, she took it wrong. It came out negative. So she took a digital one, which said that she was pregnant. So uh, you could see Becky hadn't been used on TV, really, except for, like, talking about her documentary and things like that. She hadn't been uh, in action since WrestleMania. So something was up. You know, a lot of people had speculated maybe she was injured or she was pregnant. She confirmed that she was pregnant, um, and then, yeah, let's talk talk about that, and then we'll talk about Oscar winning the title. But your thoughts on uh, Becky? Yeah, no, I think that's uh, congratulations
1: to both of her and Seth, and it's uh, very happy for them, and they're uh, they're obviously very serious. So that is um, was the next step with everything. So mm-hmm. It's going to be interesting. To see, you know, two full-time WWE superstars and their respective divisions, and you know, we'll have to see, you know, the WWE schedule that four to five day week of schedule is not uh, conducive. Is it conducive? The word of uh, to to a to a relate to a relationship, especially with a newborn baby, and. Um, It'll be interesting to see if Becky takes some time off to stay home or, you know, the schedule has altered. Uh, I'm so I've got things popping up on my computer screen left and right. And it's driving me crazy as we're talking. I'm clicking, trying to keep your face for the thing. And like, (laughs) I had to restart the the laptop before. What a night. There we go. I'm trying to like, listen to you and balance this out and do this all And I finally couldn't make it. Now you're good. Uh, I'm curious to see if Becky's going to take some time off, or Seth, or if that WWE schedule is going to be lightened up in the future, where it is where they're going to be able to be home more often. Uh, I think that creates a little bit of a problem on that end, and unless right. Becky's just, I, I I don't know, I don't know what, what where their standing is on that. If if is her career, career going to be a lot different moving forward, as far as how she's Used and whether she's full time or not, I don't know. Or Seth, is Seth the stay at home dad?
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, I can't think of any time uh, someone's gotten pregnant and then came back immediately full time. um, Me neither. And in wrestling. Uh, Yeah, I can't. You know, I know uh, the Miz and Maurice, she came back. She did a little bit of stuff, but she wasn't back full time. Uh, Brie Bella, same thing. So, yeah, it takes time I mean, to bounce loss. back too, though. From yeah. that, you know. I mean, but. yeah, we're talking a minimum of a year. Their due date's December, and you know, it take it takes time to, you know, when the baby's born to, you know, uh, have them grow, you know, take care of them.
1: This is so. the 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 first official coronavirus WWE baby. Well, no, nah, Roman Reigns has, has twins. Oh, but, then, uh, but that was con- – I'm talking about
0: as far as when oh. it was
1: conceived oh, yeah. during the virus. Yeah.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, Reigns, I guess, they must have been right before because, yeah. Well, it was he was born,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. This one, though, actually times out with, with the, the virus.
0: Yeah. So, all right.
1: breaking news here. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah that would be interesting. I wonder how all that works right now with everything that's going on with uh, – you know, uh, go to the hospital and just getting your regular checks and stuff.
1: Yeah. I think as things are starting to opening up things, you know, I told you, I went to the hospital here in Vegas and it was empty. So it it was, it wasn't nowhere near what you would think, but that's not every place, obviously, but Vegas is a major city. So.
0: So, yeah. So it's awesome news. Congratulations to Becky and Seth. Uh, It does on the WWE side. they're now they don't have Roman Reigns or Becky. They're two biggest stars. And and Brock is out right now as well. I don't he's no not under contract with them right now. So um Brock's not under contract. I know his contract ended around WrestleMania. So. Oh, I didn't
1: know that. So man. Wonder if we might see him pop up fighting again or using
0: that play to <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's that's the card he always goes to, but uh so far, we haven't haven't heard of anything like that, but yeah, Brock's a smart business guy, the smart as they come with that. He Gets what he wants, gets what he's worth. So, to think, yeah, exactly. He made he made more a year than Hogan or Steve Austin, so he knows what he's doing. Absolutely. So, Oscar was uh, won Money in the Bank last Sunday. Uh, what were your thoughts on that Money in the Bank ladder match? So I didn't see the the women's.
1: I and I'm honest about. I don't watch a lot yeah. of women's matches. It doesn't relate to me. Like as far but as. They were,
0: yeah, they were together. They did them together. The they did the them.
1: pieces where they... I saw that because I watched some of the beginning stuff down in the office with the guys. And then because I went back and watched and saw the Otis stuff and then noticed they split. That was odd to me how they were recording it at the, supposedly at the same time, right? Or how they played it. It was... But yeah. yeah. I didn't see so they, any, a lot of the women's stuff, though. Just I didn't.
0: Yeah, they filmed it like a month ago. Uh, Oscar won and then... On Raw Monday night, Becky's telling Asuka yeah, I saw that. Uh, that she the, the the Money in the Bank ladder match was essentially for the Raw women's title. And she had discussed with WWE officials uh, about how to handle her vacating it. And she's the new champion, Asuka. Um, you know, she's in character. She starts jumping around, jumping on the announce desk, um, even though it's clearly... Uh, a real thing with Becky. You could yeah. see her crying in the ring, and then she comes back. And Becky says uh, she's happy that Oscar won. She says, you, "You you go keep being a warrior, and then I'm going to go out and be a mother." And that was kind of how she revealed she's pregnant. So, um, I don't know. It, it was very. It was a great segment. Becky was awesome. Oscar jumping on the announce desk seemed. Uh, inappropriate for that moment, but she probably, she didn't know. Uh, she didn't know what the news was.
1: Yeah. I, and I saw that. And I thought they missed uh, a huge opportunity to actually have a really, really great. That would have been a million times better with a the crowd there. First of all, right. with oh, that, yeah. which again, everything sucks without a crowd. Um, I thought though, they didn't need to put haha entertainment with Oscar with that. They could have had a very real, moment of Becky being torn, giving up the women's championship to Asuka, but also being happy for her and just doing a straight up heartfelt moment. And I think that would left hand, and I think it would have made Asuka I don't I didn't think she needed to do that personally. With that, that you could tell that's just her following directives and that, right. that's a Vince thing probably whatever he wanted. I thought it kind of you you have a serious moment and you're going serious to ha like kind of silly back to serious. And right. it was, I thought, because anytime you get handed a championship like that, it's kind of a, you didn't win it sort of thing. So right. it, it almost should have been that, that Asuka in, was going to carry on defending the title in, in honor of Becky. You know what I'm giving it? I don't know. I just thought there was a, a more natural way. And that's just, just for my creative end of things that I felt like they, cause I wanted to to be invested in that moment. And it took me out of it when Asuka was doing that. But again, if there might have been people that truly enjoyed it. And either way, I'm very happy for Asuka that she's getting a, another another chance
0: here. Yeah, from a storyline perspective, don't you think they could have drug this out because they are lacking in storylines right now and, and names, so just turned it into a tournament or made it a storyline on and and then you keep Asuka with the money in the bank. So you have that as well. And so you don't lose her doing the teases of cashing in. I don't know. It just seems like it was kind of rushed to just give her the title when they could have, you know, made a storyline or a tournament or something out of it.
1: And again, that comes down... It, it would have meant more if Asuka won it from her yeah. character standpoint. And, and sometimes they just do things that... Asuka's not in the circle of that. And right. So they're not really looking at it from that or they they just they are looking at it like that and they ignore it. I yeah. thought... Yes, so they need you the whole point of wrestling is you need storylines. You need from main event down. Mm-hmm. You need story and obviously the lower card stuff never gets the amount of, of time or, or just depth all the time, but you need it. You really do. And that's why that's why ratings are not what they, they should be, because the story aspect of things have been taken out and along with the overly produced and written stuff. But and like that to me when I watch that, Raj, and it's so it, apparent to me, when anything I watch WWE, it's, I hate it as far as the, the the writing and how they do it because it's just, it's not the talent's fault. They're just going out there doing, the, the reading their lines to the best of their ability, playing these parts where they're taking out them just acting and reacting. You had such a, you, you don't even need to write anything for Becky and Asuka. Just let them go out there and have, guys, we, right. we need a 12 minute real moment. Right here between right. the two, I promise you, it would have been so much better. Yeah, it would. Have, there would have been tears. It would between. I'm telling you, it would have. They, they take that away from the talent, and I hate it. As well. yeah. but it is what it is. That's the game they play.
0: Yeah, it's the over-the-top hokey acting. Yeah. in this atmosphere, just does doesn't work. And when then you have when you have Edge, and he's just natural. It just stands out so much more. It's so much better. If
1: you you could take the great, I mean, you could get Tom Cruise. John right. Travolta, I don't
0: care. And, yeah. t- and you give them the WWE, and it would be shit. They yeah, you tell Tom Cruise he's got to go running on the announce desk, jumping up and down. It's gonna crack. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, gonna suck. it's it, they
1: they wouldn't be able to make it look good, or it would right. it would it would be for it would be like they're they're clearly acting. That's where the rest, wrestling is not meant to be acted on that part. You can have guidelines and structure, but you got to allow. Which is why I like what AEW does way better, is because they allow the people to at least be themselves, that's what makes it more, where I'm excited for it, way more than anything WWE it could put out.
0: Right. Uh, also, kind of along those lines, Sami Zayn uh, was stripped of the WWE Intercontinental <sighs> Championship. He'd won it. Uh, earlier this year, he defended it at WrestleMania against Dan O'Brien and has been off television since. WWE had told talent that if they're not comfortable performing right now, they don't have to. So Sami uh, is not comfortable, so he hasn't been. Uh, and then ultimately they made the decision to strip him of the title. Um, and the internet kind of lost their minds. I, I want to get your opinion on this because the intercontinental title isn't what it used to be. I mean, if Sammy Zayn comes back and they bury him, that's one thing, but as I don't know, it didn't seem like a big deal to me that he's getting stripped of this uh, because it's a prop, you know, in their storylines.
1: Yeah. And also though, that just goes to show you that they, they, WWE, the, the, oh, there's no repercussions. There's right. no, you guys want to stay home right there. There's your answer. He just got, he lost the title that he had that, that comes with a little bit of protection when you have the title, usually not always, uh, of being booked better during your run, at least than w- without a title. But clearly in that, what has he been gone? He's been off TV. I don't know, four or five weeks, maybe six. I don't know the exact amount of length since WrestleMania, probably.
0: Right. Yeah. And WrestleMania was taped at the end of March, <laughs> um, because yeah, it aired yeah. two weeks after his tape. So, so yeah, he hasn't uh, been
1: gone though two months, a month and a half off of TV yeah. essentially from from storyline stuff, and they take the title from him. You know, I, I and that's that's what I was saying. There are repercussions to that when you do that. It doesn't matter who you are; they will it will. Um... <sighs>
0: but do you, do you think they should have just kept the title on him?
1: Yeah, I mean, if they, they tell everything, it's not like he was gone. I think it's so early on with all this. You know, it's like when I I was in a Continental Champion, and I got the horrible timing with the staff infection of my knee. I got back just in time because they were, they were thinking about pulling the title, and I think it was I think it was right around that same amount of time and whatnot. And I think I had a little more time still that and it's with that, but that was something that you didn't know how long I was going to be out for potentially, which could have been a much longer. You know, I guess this is kind of, I guess, the same situation as how long is is he going to be out for uh, or choose to sit out. I don't know. I I just, I hate to see that with him because he was finally, the way he's been used, again, he's not in the circle. And he's, when when he was a heel doing those promos, that very realistic style promos was my favorite thing to watch. And, and I've been talking to him. I'm there. I'm a big fan of his and his personality. Um, uh, I don't know. I, I think give it a little more time. They have enough titles between the shows. And they're talking about <laughs> now true. the roster split is going to be kind of done away with, which I think it should be. At the, and I think it, it's whatever yeah. if you want to leave all the titles. But, I mean, they, they are props. So you don't even need it necessarily when you have all these other titles there. And it makes it it's more... Hell, if I'm them, I'm him bragging about how long he's been champion for and he's not there to defend it. <laughs> right.
0: That yeah, uh, you could do Zoom promos with yeah, him just talking about. He's
1: the greatest intercontinental champion during <laughs> the coronavirus era. That it's that would be great actually. That would be, I should be a good. fucking writer. I <laughs> you should. I should. I, I put out give them I guarantee you they take some of this stuff. We're going to see the big o, I promise. We yeah. notice. But yeah, that that to me Sammy would keep so me smart, intrigued right? and keeps the title relevant during and it gets him heat. You, you piece of shit. You're sitting at home, you pussy. Like, that's what that's what fans would feel, but whatever. Yeah. What do I know? i am just I've spent my whole life in the business. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I wanted to ask you something. Uh, on, on Raw last Monday night, uh, they had uh, Seth Rollins and uh, Murphy against Rey Mysterio and uh, Aleister Black. Yeah. And at the end of the match, Seth Rollins was the... It, you know, the, he wasn't the legal man. He was outside the ring where Mysterio was legal. Uh, Seth Rollins pulled Mysterio and got DQ'd. Now, I've been watching wrestling for almost 30 years. I've never heard of that being a DQ where the illegal man attacks the legal man because you see people breaking up pins all the time. But apparently that's been a rule for a while. And Vince is hardcore on that rule that you cannot if the illegal man attacks the legal man, as long as it's not breaking up the pin, it's a disqualification. And I have never seen that or heard that on TV before. I, did you Did you know about this?
1: No, but rules, that's again, Vince, they will change things. We would have meetings all the time up there and it, where Vince would all of a sudden what would be adamant about something and the producers are like, you got, you do not do this. And there was a thing before like the tag rope. You had to be holding the tag rope to make the tag. If you weren't holding the rope, then, then the tag did not count. And there would just be things that in, where yeah. he would get more obsessed over, I mean, with that, uh, I don't know. It it really with the rules they put in place there, it really makes it hard to be a great heel in the WWE. Sometimes with uh, and it really in and, and for your baby faces to get more sympathy with with allowing heels to heal and uh, do things because they just got so many rules in place, right? Uh, in this entertainment, yeah. Thing. I don't know it, it's yeah it's Vince's world man it's what he but he's getting I saw him on the money in the bank thing sitting in the office oh, man. I'm telling you time is not on his side it's he, he's so, aged
0: 50 years in the last 20
1: yeah him and John it's a race between him and Cena, who's aging faster the <laughs> last <laughs> I saw pictures of John I go holy shit him with the he's, kid great he looked like he aged 20 years to me he's becoming JBL yeah, yeah, geez. And like losing his muscle, I go, holy hell, he still looks great, but right. I was used to seeing him, he looked young for the longest time, but Vince, yeah, I think uh, he's definitely aged with all yeah. this, and, and he's, business-wise, I respect the, the empire he has built with that, I don't agree with a lot of the ways he treats human beings, a lot of the shitty things um, with that,
0: but it's, uh, I don't know, man. Yeah. So yeah, the tag rope. That's another one because I've never heard that on TV ever uh, in in wrestling that, where they explain that you have to be holding the tag rope. But uh, yeah, it, it's one of those rules that's always there.
1: It really does limit what you can do out there at times, and it, it's which is why and the talent just go with the flow and and do things. And one week, it's like sometimes too they would. I remember there was a match I think I did with um, Jericho. And uh, when I was heel and I did something where I picked him up and had to nut him on the bar and mm-hmm. steel post on the outside. And, and there'd be times where you see people in the past and it's not a DQ, but they that was what they wanted to be a DQ for that. They just, I mean, it, it, it's pro wrestling. They pick and choose. In three weeks, that could we could see that same thing and it's not a DQ. It's yeah. that, That's the, the way things operate there, so.
0: Yeah. Uh, Also this week, Rachel Ellering, she uh, she revealed that she was released from her WWE contract as well. Uh, Leo Rush, who was released, uh, has been uh, speaking out on Twitter, uh, just kind of saying he might be he might be done with the wrestling business. And uh, calling out Mark Henry for uh, comments that Henry has made in the past, saying uh, uh, Mark Henry last year, basically was saying that Leo should be happy. He you know, had a job um, and, and behave more or less. And so Leo Rush was saying he woke up remembering the time Mark Henry said I lied to him to his face and then continued to bury me on his podcast while telling me I need to learn how to spend my money better. S was crazy. Sorry, man. I don't have to I don't mean to have a wife and two kids on top of other responsibilities. So really going after Mark Henry for uh, his past comments. Mark Henry invited him on his pod or uh, Mark Henry said, you know, we could talk this out whenever. And Russ said, uh, you know, you can invite me on your podcast. So uh, we'll see where you go, where it goes. You've talked to Leo. Uh, what are your thoughts on this?
1: Yeah. Leo's actually on the show this week. And then we recorded the day before that happened. And I, I will say and Leo's probably very, very frustrated and what happens is and we were talked about it on the show. It, like during that period, I don't know the relationship between him and Mark at all. Me and Mark always got along well, and I don't wasn't there. I can't defend Leo on anything. I can't I can't um, critique him on anything there as far as because I don't have the information on how he spent his money and things. All I know is I was in the same position when I was red hot as Ryback and broke. They weren't paying me. It was it was I couldn't get hotel rooms, and and I know and I talked to him during that period. They put out a lot of false information to try to get him heat, And he was not in a position during that time when Mark came out and said that stuff. Mark is a, you got to understand, Mark is like Big Show. He's WWE for life, corporate, WWE, office, WWE. It's very one-sided, the opinion that you're going to get on that. And I love Mark. I will say this also. I don't know what that discussion was between the pay or anything on their their thing. All I can tell you is... Mark Henry, from all my knowledge, has been on a million-dollar downside from the beginning. He's never been on that low end in WWE. And, and that's and that's just straight up. So, I, I don't know what their discussion was on pay. I know Leo's probably not lying because I was in that same position. And I'm very good with my money. And and I'm very, very smart. And I fucking dare anyone to, to tell me otherwise. And you can't – he was doing all the shows on the road full-time up there with a wife and two kids, I have no doubt that he's not telling the truth on all that. So, But that whole situation is between the two of them. And I will never get involved in anything because I don't know the details on all that. All I do know is Mark was never on that low of a downside on what Leo was probably on. And and that's a fact. So I think it's hard if you're a millionaire saying, hey, man, just be happy getting this. It's that whole discussion of, the whole pro wrestling pay scale is all fucked up to begin with. This guy shouldn't be at the highest level being whored out on all the shows, being being a focal point at times, and not being able to, to support himself and having $600 in his account. He's not lying on that. Now, is he going out to strip clubs, blowing his money? I don't know. Maybe Mark is privy to information. I'm not. and But all I know is from a pay side of things, Mark was never on that end. And I love Mark. But Mark was probably trying to just talk to him to smarten him up. Hey, don't make waves at this point in your career because you're you're probably when you make waves and you don't have any power there, you're just gone. And it was what which is what happened. He got put down, gone for 7 months, got put down in NXT and then got fired. And we talked about that on the, on the on the show with him. That that was my thoughts on he was he was gone ever since he spoke up when they they just weren't going to do it right away. They'll drag it out. They'll make you think you're okay and then they'll hit you right when it, you think you're fucking you're good again. And that's, that's the WWE game. And that's why Leo, I feel like, is, he's going to go through a lot of bitterness and anger with everything. And, the, and I, we talked on the show, and the best thing he could do, I said, give it time. Just hold yourself accountable for everything, whether it's true or not. I've had to deal with this already, and I, you'll be able to move on from the situation. But he's, he's a young man. He's 24, 25. He's going to be, and he's beyond talented. He's going to start getting some frustrations because fans are going to say things and it's going to trigger him. I promise you about things with that, that he had to be you're quiet at during the time because you don't want to get any more heat with WWE. And it's like at that point, if he, him and Mark go at it while he's under contract, WWE, who, who he's not going to come out on the winning end of that. Now he's gone. And I think those frustrations have, have been awakened Again, and I would love for those two to have a conversation on air or off air. I don't care, and, and settle everything. And, and if Mark was wrong or Leo was wrong, I would love for that to be all hashed out. Um, but again, I love Mark, and I think Mark's intentions were pure. But it,
0: it, it's it, it's a it's a it's a tough situation, right? Is yeah, it's. It, I'm sure he was trying to be a mentor and, yeah. and give good advice, but at the same time, he is uh, Leo could see him. Mark sitting in a position of privilege, you know, where he, uh, but yeah, uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully Leo comes back, um, stays in the business. Cause he's a really talented guy. I agree. And I think too, this is a really hard time for anybody getting
1: released. He's not able to go out there and, and make money right now. Right. And those guys were not making They not, they're not set, man. And it's, this is a really, so you got to imagine having a wife, in and, and two kids right. and having to take care of them and you can't do anything here for a while and you don't know when the next time you could do anything, it creates a lot of bitterness and anger. And I and I fully very I understand it and I've been there and I and I just know from the we, him talking to him and the lies. The lies are what really hurt the most. And it creates anger because what happens is fans lash out at you over bullshit that's not true. And then if you even re- Here's what happens if you respond back out of hate with hate and anger because they're saying you piece of shit you don't know how to spend your money and you get mad at that you only confirm what the fake headlines were saying and, and people want to believe that to begin with so that's where I had to learn you have to respond with loving kindness and not let it affect you but this stuff did not everyone ever gets that it's I'm hoping over time he just he distances himself. And I, because I think he, and I told him on the show, he has a lot to offer the pro wrestling world, and I think we've not seen the 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 best of him even yet, the the best that's yet to come with him in pro wrestling. Yeah,
0: yeah absolutely. Um, also, this week, Mike Tyson was announced for AEW uh, Double or Nothing. He was at last year's uh, Double or Nothing. Apparently, had a great time. So he's going to be presenting the TNT title at the show. So, yeah, Iron Mike. The last time. He's, he's, he's appeared on WWE TV a, a couple times since, uh, since WrestleMania 14, but I think a lot of people, the most memorable thing Tyson did was that stuff with Steve Austin back at WrestleMania 14. So it's kind of back in the fold.
1: I love it. And Raj, if I'm sitting in the AEW production meetings, this is, here's my, I'm putting it out there. They do it. He comes out, he, the, t- the title to Cody. You bring out Khan. Maybe if you want to bring out Omega and the Bucks. And with Mike Tyson in the ring, with an AEW shirt, you do a suck it right to the hard cam at WWE, <laughs> and you go off the air that way. Suck it, WWE. We just took Mike Tyson from you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. You got to think Tyson's going to punch somebody, though, right? Again, here's what I, I'm 5 He's been looking great. He's been posting these uh, videos on his Instagram. He, he looks awesome. I'm,
1: I've i never been so – I started Bible boxing again from watching Mike Tyson. <laughs> Even though my stem cell, I went and got my speed bag all set back up in my punching bag. And I'm waiting to, I'm going to have my, when I get the ring, resume my boxing training that I had to put on hold with everything with the stem cells. Man, there's no, if you watch, I saw The Rock posted on him. He goes, he goes, he's like, I'm hitting the gym. Holy shit, like, sort of thing, like motivation. 53 year old Tyson looks like he's 22 again. And yeah. uh, man, I want to see him back. I'm, I'm excited talking about it. Right. Take my money. I will pre order it 10 times 10. I don't care. That's him versus Tyson Fury. I don't <laughs> ca- The that, that flavor of hope that youth we all we all could just go back and tap into our youth. All um, right. If I'm booking this again, Raj, it's Wardlow and MJF Wardlow in Tyson's face. Tyson goes to fucking punch Wardlow ducks, knocks out MJF. that's what, uh, if I'm in the AEW production meetings,
0: (laughs) would you you remember back in the eighties, the question was always, would you take a punch from Mike Tyson for, uh, you know, a million dollars? (laughs) Would you to this day? I don't think I would. (laughs) What would you
1: rather do? Would you rather take a punch from Mike Tyson now or in his prime either? I mean, I don't really think that they're going to rate differently on the punching skill. They're probably very similar that or a slap from that Russian slap champion, Guy over.
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, would you rather take a punch from Tyson in the '80s with boxing gloves on, or now without the gloves?
1: Ooh, that's a tough.
0: Is it for the million? Uh, let's say uh, ten thousand. Because a million, I think anyone would do it.
1: <laughs> well, that's not going to pay for the concussion treatment. <laughs> <laughs> Fifty thousand. <000. laughs> ah man. Well, I mean, I'm going to. that might pay for the treatment, but then I'm fucking. I, then I got to pay for the stem cells to rejuvenate my brain. Right. <laughs> I need the million for that if I'm going to attempt to try to come back from it. No, that's uh, that's the, the inevitable question. I don't think anybody, the guy, he was showing Francis Nagano the some yeah. technique. I go, okay, if Francis starts working with him, holy l- goodbye, everybody, because the guy's already scary enough as it is. So yeah. well, I don't think anyone, check- there's no, that's, man. It's like yeah. the slap thing. Taking that punch from Tyson's like just going into those slap contests. It's except for yeah. you're for sure going
0: down. <laughs> right. I mean, we had Chuck Liddell on, on our podcast this week, and we you know we asked him if he'd fight Tyson. He's down. I mean, I think that's something I'd pay to see. And you know, Chuck, he didn't look great against Tito, but you know, Tyson's fifty three seems yeah. kind of balanced.
1: Well, yeah. I think well Tyson. They were talking about him in Holyfield. I saw a thing. <laughs> Possibly for the third one, I go take my money. I'm in. Yeah, I,
0: I'd, I'd pay to see it. Absolutely. The,
1: just all I ask them is just dye their beards. I don't want to see any gray. Just let me <laughs> think that you shape. Try to look like your youth. And like, right? I think, man. Oh, in, in today's day and age, with pay per view buys and in special attractions, I there's huge money in that. People want to see Tyson because of the how high he was in the fall and how he never quite got back. If he's And he's, I saw the quote from him, the the gods of war have reignited his ego and he feels it's like his youth again. Yeah. That's a man. You never, if he could get hungry again and and have something to prove there's that skill doesn't go away.
0: Yeah. That's money. Yeah. And, and your point about dying the beard is because Edge, he trimmed his beard. He looked so much younger. He didn't have that big patch of gray. And if, I feel if Goldberg, if he dyed his goatee, he would look like 10, 15 years younger. Um, throw some – give Goldberg some steroids and dye the beard. Let's <laughs> Some just for men. And, yeah. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, Moving along, also Ric Flair. We first reported at Wrestling Inc. that Ric Flair has resigned with WWE. His contract was up, actually last December, but he did resign with them. Sting, on the other hand, is no longer under WWE contract, so Sting is free to do uh, whatever he wants. He's not under a Legends deal now.
1: I think that's a big bring him in with AEW just to some in some capacity. It only helps just just lift everything they're doing over there
0: and Sting has shown in the past with TNA that he's willing to help out a new company. So,
1: I think that's I think it's a natural fit with the connect the, the whole WCW connection with Cody and them and that kind of and having DDP over there and bringing in Arn and the way WCW ended and it, this is AEW, it's an entirely different promotion, but it's it has ties to it all and I could see Sting 100% going over there And whether it's in a, a coaching mentor role Um, or just occasional appearances. I think it's major money in that.
0: Yeah. Uh, SummerSlam uh, was supposed to be taking place in Boston in August. Now that's the Boston uh, mayor said that's not happening. There's going to be no sporting events or anything until after Labor Day, at least. Uh, So WWE, as opposed to looking to move it to the Performance Center, they are actually looking uh, to move it somewhere uh, uh, that allows fans. And right now it looks like Florida and Georgia might be the ones that would be, you know, that are loosening up regulations enough to allow that to happen. But uh, yeah, WWE is looking to have fans back uh, by the by, by the time August comes around.
1: And I think we we have to. And like I said now n- knowing the information that we know. And it was very, you know, with the whole thing with them in the beginning and not having, just from knowing what I know, the the testing for the talent and until we had these numbers in to see, just how serious this is. And obviously it's serious to a certain portion of people, but for healthy young people or healthy people in general, um, we got to get back to going because businesses and just life in general, I, I just, I see it here. You got to get going now. We, we can't, we can't go forever like this the economy can't survive. It's not, you can't punish the entire world for this. And it, it's people, whether it, you make wearing masks a requirement, I don't know. You got to kind of, We've got to get going now. And so and I think going, holding it wherever in Georgia or Florida. I mean, we're talking August. Like, let's, we got to set a point where it's whatever's <clears throat> going on, whatever agenda is trying to be fulfilled by whoever. Um, it, we, wrestling sucks
0: without crowds. I don't know if you saw, but Fox, uh, Joe Buck was saying that Fox is really looking at, and he said it's probably going to happen, at having virtual fans and fake crowd noise for NFL games. Oh, wow. Uh, in the fall, if they can't have fans in the stadium. So they are looking to have, uh, according to, to Buck, they're, they're looking to have, um, yeah, just uh, digital fans, which is That's some Black Mirror shit. Yeah, yeah. And he's saying that they would, pro, you know, have it programmed so that they would have the crowd reacting the way they would think that they would react. So it's so weird. I don't know if I like this because yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is Black Mirror
1: shit right here. Where we're like, Now we're, now <laughs> humans are being replaced by virtual reality. Man, yeah. these virtual – which I will say the, the WWE virtual reality crowd would probably trump the, the regular yeah. wrestling crowd. But
0: right. Yeah, you get them to chant
1: how you want. and Go back to old school babyfaces heels you can control right. while people no are at come. home bitching. <laughs> I wouldn't have reacted like that. Right
0: yeah yeah so weird stuff uh again maybe joe buck heard it wrong but that is what he's saying is he said it's pretty much a done deal that fox will use artificial crowd noise during games <laughs> we'll That's see
1: Same. i mean i would i would love to see it what it looks like but i i don't know how i feel about
0: long term yeah. yeah it sounds cheesy as hell but it, it, it's got to be better than what wwe is doing right now <laughs> So.
1: Yeah, I'll tell you, AEW, too, with them having people out there, the talent, it, it, the way – I didn't like it when I first saw it, the way they had it, but then they spread it out a little bit. Like It just looks better now with the talent out there, the way that they're doing it. So it, it makes yeah. a difference having some people out there.
0: Yeah, and that's the uh, the last item. AEW, I, I agree. I feel like their presentation has been easier to watch. I think they're getting a little – in my opinion, they're getting a, a, a lot of – goofiness lately on uh, a little too much on the show and I I feel like that might be responsible for their ratings uh, because they had they'd gone up last week but they were way down this week they did their lowest rating yet uh, 654,000 viewers uh, down 11% from last week and only a 0.23 in the 18 to 49 demo which is their lowest ever they still beat NXT Uh, NXT did 604,000 viewers it was one of their lowest uh, numbers ever uh they were down nine percent nxt also in the 18 to 49 demo uh they did 0.15 which was tied with a couple of other shows for their lowest rating so uh, a bad night for aew and nxt combined it was also their the lowest combined uh viewership for for the shows
1: yeah you would definitely i mean it's never a good thing we they want to see the numbers go up but it's uh And it's great. We see the pattern. It's happening with both shows and they kind of, it's where it tends to be if they're ones up, both are up and uh, I guess that the AEW is coming out on top still. So, and I don't know what their early on projections, what was it? 500,000 they were going to be content with initially with everything?
0: They said initially when they first started. Yeah, yeah, it was something like four or 500,000 and then grow from there.
1: Yeah. Um, and it where it started off hotter and kind of trickled down, and it's been in that six to eight hundred range, maybe nine hundred here and there. I don't. I, I I enjoy watching that presentation just more than the other shows. And I mm-hmm. again, even and that's not. And I love there's stuff I do like with WWE. And, and the, I like a lot of the talent there. Otis is my favorite wrestler I think ever. Um, right now when he's in WWE, with that, uh, I just think you got to get a crowd in there and. You got guys like Brody Lee and and Hardy there, and I want them to be in front of a crowd again because we missed out on that initially with them coming over. And um, I just think AEW. I'm not. I they're open minded with all everything. I feel and they're not going to be perfect every week, and there's going to be things. My thing is, I feel like though they want to create stars over there, and I think that that's. I I feel. As they get some more pieces here and we get crowds back, I think we're going to see them have a jump in the ratings. And I think they're going to have a very slow, positive growth trajectory for the next few years. I really do with that. And I think we're going to see the the tide turn in the momentum side with them personally. I really do.
0: Yeah. Uh on the other wwe show smackdown was up from last week they did they got back up over two million viewers to 2.025 up seven percent from last week and then raw actually saw a big jump obviously this week with becky lynch uh six months ago under two million viewers would have been a disaster (laughs) now it's like a good rating when they're close to it they did 1.9 million viewers for raw which was up 14 percent from last week which did 1.69 so uh yeah this week uh, overall for WWE for the most part it was better outside of NXT but um, it was also a, a newsworthy week so yeah. uh, we'll we'll see where it goes and again this is like a, I equate this to a
1: stock that over you watch the in the long term pattern of a stock and it just continues to go down and go down but there'll be little spikes as it's going down right. and it just that's what is going on with WWE if you look at their 20 year ratings 15 year oh, yeah. ratings this is what you there's a pattern here that's not working. So even these little, this is a little victory for the week compared to the, maybe the week before, but in the grand scheme of things, their business model is going downhill and it's eventually going to crash because the business model does not work.
0: Uh, Last item, your thoughts on Otis winning Money in the Bank is your favorite wrestler. You think WWE will pull the trigger and have him win the world title?
1: Yeah, and I think, you know, here's the key in all of this. And what I was talking about with the big O is adding layers to this character because he is newer up there. But he's the one guy that I feel connects to the audience at a level that nobody else there has been able to, essentially. And he's a big, strong, believable guy from a physical standpoint of with his background. I know Jim Cornette had mentioned something that he's not a fan of his, but I don't know if Jim's a fan of anything personally. <laughs> I really don't. And he I know I like Brock,
0: but that's it. <laughs> yeah.
1: And he does his show and he gets his views and it's great. But hes I've heard him do nothing but bash everything. And I try to celebrate another's success a lot more now and let my ego go and let my competitive drive go. And the business has moved on and it will continue to always move on. I think if Otis is able to add layers to his character, and I, I 100% hope they pull the trigger on him because he can connect with an audience. Now, whether... That pays off long term or not, we'll have to see how. The only way to know is to see how he's accepted by the crowd with all of this. But I would like to see him. The you have time; he has a year essentially with this Money in the Bank thing to start adding layers to this character of because the haha is there, but he's yeah. also can be very serious. And I yeah. want to. And I want to. They can start incorporating that that he is a serious threat if they want to and yeah. things and that's all again I look at you can look at the Kurt Angle used to do some of the funniest hokeyest shit in the back right when that light is on as long as you fucking go out there and go to fight mode and be intense you could sprinkle in ha ha in there but when that red light is on you got to be able to turn it on that believability and, and, and intensity and if you can separate how you act all the time in a backstage stuff to when you're out there in fight mode that's and people can buy into it the sky's the limit. And if he's able to do that, I think I think he's going to have a very, very nice career if WWE doesn't put the kibosh on him like they have. And that and again, it's very realistic that they the Mandy turns on him, costs him the money in the bank contract, and he's just kind of relegated into the mid-card thing, which he would thrive at. And still, as long as this guy's involved in storylines, and I know there's a portion of people that don't want to see him in the main event, you're judging him, though, based off of what you know now, not... What, how he's going to evolve. Right. You got to give it time. But even if he did settle back into a mid card role, I love him being the big O still and being involved in storylines in the mid card and being a focal point. If that, like, and, and again, you could do that and go that route. I see title, U.S. title, mid card for a couple years and then eventually transition because those layers have been added to a main event run. But I think people accept Otis right now overall. My opinion, I've been on the bandwagon from day one. As soon as I saw that guy for the first time, that guy's money. And nothing against Tucker. Tucker may have a very – well, may very well have a great career as singles. But I split them. I go – I put everything in Otis. I'm big on taking chances, and I think that's one that has a huge upside.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, it's been a busy week. (laughs) We went went pretty long here. But uh, thanks, as always, for having me on.
1: Likewise, Raj, anything you want to go ahead to plug to wrap up this week?
0: Uh, yeah, just keep checking out wrestling.com. We got tons of, you know, as always, we do, we have tons of exclusive interviews. We got Psycho Sid Vicious uh, this week, Big a rare interview with Sid. I was a huge fan of Sid, so one I was of my a, awesome for a long time. Yeah, absolutely, he was one of those guys that when he's on, you just can't stop looking at him. Believability,
1: and intensity, and Raj, I'm going to cut you off again. For the Sid is responsible. I will say this: Sid is solely responsible. For me having traps that guy that when I was a kid, I knew right then and there, I want to be a pro wrestler and that's how I want to look. And I, and every time we would train at Cena's gym, I would do traps twice a week and people would, why you do traps twice a week. I go, you have big traps in pro wrestling. You're going to draw money one way or the other because they captivate people. And I've been obsessed with them ever since I saw Sid's traps and I loved his pro for everything. A lot of Ryback his promos were awesome. Were, Sid man, is he had a yeah. he had a big impact on my career? So man, the, the fucking master and ruler of the universe. <laughs> yeah,
0: who like, who opened up the gates of hell and let this man out? Like the stuff he would just say off the cuff were just so great. Um, I, I follow awesome. him on Twitter and social media on Instagram. Yeah. Man,
1: I'm gonna have, I'm gonna ask him to be on the show. He follows me. I did an appearance with him. We talked briefly. And man, just a yeah. good. I like the guy a lot.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, same here. I'm, I'm I'm a big fan. He's one of those that. Uh, again, you just, you couldn't take your eyes off him when he was on your TV. They had that, uh, he had that, that it factor that, in, yeah. in,
1: you know what, man, the intensity, there's nobody, yeah. he believed so strongly. I loved everything and he knew how to wrestle that style and right. he knew how to draw money and men and he could have had even that leg injury never happened. I could have seen him going back and having another major WWE run. Yeah. And I yeah. remember I got to be up there when he uh, did the thing with Heath, uh, Heath Slater. And hearing <laughs> his music in the arena, being there, I was like, "Fuck, this! Is, I wish I could be out there for that."
0: <laughs> uh, speaking of which, we also have Heath Slater on this week, and, and oh, Christian, nice. Chuck Liddell, uh, Kofi Kingston. So uh, tons of tons of stuff uh, on the site. So check out WrestlingInc.com.
1: Good deal, and thanks as always, Raj. And thank you guys very much for listening. You've just listened to the Shooting Blanks Wrestling Report feed. Me more. Thank you guys very much for listening to the Shooting Blanks Wrestling Report with myself and Raj Geary. Check out WrestlingInc.com for the latest in news in professional wrestling and Feed Me More Nutrition, my all natural supplement line available on FeedMemore.com. Just for listening to the Shooting Blanks Wrestling Report, we're going to give you 20% off with the discount code SHOOTING. 20 at checkout. Just use code SHOOTING20 on feedmemore.com to save 20%. Get hungry. Stay hungry. Feed me more.
0: Feed me more. May you rest in peace. Awesome!
1: Yes! 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 Oh, come here. Just run wild. Yeah. I said give me a hell.
0: Haha! Suding Like Wrestling Report!